1: Welcome to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we look ahead to the biggest recruiting weekend in the country, week three, a lot of upsets, a lot of exciting football games, and one of them this coming weekend is Texas A&M hosting Miami, and a slew of top-end recruits will be in College Station to check out the Aggies to see if they can bounce back from that loss to Appalachian State to break down and to look ahead to this weekend, we have brought on Andrew Hattersley, covers recruiting over at Gingham 24-7, the Texas A&M site on the 24-7 Sports Network. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us again. How are you doing, my friend?
0: Blair, good, and you? I'm doing really well. This would be a heck of a weekend for AM to bounce back, obviously, as we started putting this list together. I think the immediate reaction from folks was, boy, they better play a whole lot better than they played last week. Otherwise, you know, this is, this is going to get rough in a hurry. So, you know... I think they're looking for a big bounce-back performance this week, and and they'll have virtually every top target in town. Does
1: this weekend lose any of its luster? I mean, I I feel like a lot of recruits have, I think, an understanding of where this program is, but... You know, a one and one A and M team doesn't sound as spicy as a two and zero A and M team play Miami hosting all these recruits, and I'm sure a lot of the plans were made before that loss to Appalachian State. But does does the weekend maybe lessen the impact uh, according to
0: what we saw last week? I haven't heard a ton of that yet, to be honest. Talking to you know, families and sources and things like that. There's still the expectation this is a a huge weekend, but I think it it does magnify some of the areas that are the big question marks when it comes to Texas A and M, namely the passing game is the big one. And when you look at the the visitor list you see a ton of receiver targets and so i think it magnifies if things don't go well this weekend it starts to it starts to kind of add on to each other of okay that's not just one bad passing week against miami that's two but you know i think that that's probably the biggest thing is there's kind of a question of okay well how's texas a&m going to respond to this and it it certainly was a blow it's never it's never the way you want to go into one of your biggest recruiting weekends of the year but i still get the sense a lot of kids are are coming in with the attitude of seeing what Texas A&M is going to be able to do on a big stage.
1: We're going to hit on some of the big names for the full list. Make sure you head on over to Gigum 24-7. It's going to be a packed weekend in College Station as some of the nation's top recruits make it down there for this big matchup. Uh, The official visitors headlined by five-star linebacker Anthony Hill. He's already committed to Texas A&M. I'm anticipating that he'll serve as a a face of a recruiting class and, and maybe allow some of the other visitors that are on campus to get a feel for what it would be like to be committed as well, so he'll be there to recruit other prospects. Uh, Ruben Owens is a maybe. He's a five-star running back, one of the better prospects in the country. Committed to Louisville currently, uh, but we have him down as a maybe for his official visit. UCLA commit Roderick Robinson coming off an eight-touchdown performance, 470 rushing yards last week. Committed to the Bruins, but is, will be taking some official visits. AM gets their chance to make an impression on him there. Georgia is another school to watch for Roderick Robinson from the San Diego area. Jalen Hale fresh off his visit to Texas, where he saw the Longhorns lose to Alabama. He will be there for his official visit in College Station. Jalen Brown, an LSU commit, another highly rated receiver from the state of Florida, and Isaac Smith, a safety from the state of Mississippi, will also be taking his official. When you look at it, Andrew, on the surface level, how good is this official visit group for A&M?
0: It's a huge weekend and, you know, one of those that you mentioned, Ruben Owens, it sounds like talking with Steve Wolfong, is training towards him not being able to make it in this weekend, which Is a blow probably to that weekend, but I still think it's it's a huge weekend. You know, when you look at a guy like Jalen Brown, this is his first trip to College Station, and you know the A&M staff has been in contact with him, James Coley, for well over a year, and and talking to those around him. This is a trip that they really just wanted to make to be able to see College Station, be able to see a game environment, be able to see different aspects of the program and, and a certainly been working there. I, I get the sense his relationship with LSU is, is still very strong, but they just want to, you know, make sure their decision and, and, iron out all those sorts of details. And so, you know, this will be their first chance to get to see a, a program like Texas A&M on Anthony Hill. I agree with you 100%. Uh, I get the feeling that he really wanted this weekend to be his official visit weekend. He was kind of looking at the pool party as potentially at the end of July to use his official visit and then wasn't able to use it then because of the rules and the way things were structured on official visits so kind of pivoted to this weekend that you know wants to be that ringleader especially with a guy like Peyton Bowen coming into town who they know each other from the Denton area and are friends I think you you can certainly expect him to be in the era of Peyton Bowen and and trying to make you know show him around quite a bit Roderick Robinson's an interesting one as well he's obviously had a massive start to his senior year and if A&M's not able to to get Ruben Owens into the fold. They're still obviously looking for their running back. Jeremiah loves another guy that they're, really targeting and going after heavily. But Robert, Roderick Robinson would be kind of that big back, a big powerful back that I think they would certainly love to have. Jalen Hale's an interesting one to me and one of those guys that when you talk about the Appalachian State loss, I think the, the, the focus is a little bit more sharply on the Aggies this week in terms of the passing game. Texas and Alabama obviously have the, the buzz in that recruitment for the most part, but he's close friends with Evan Stewart. He's former teammates with Haynes King and mentions that quite a bit that that was you know talking to people around and that was one of the big reasons he wanted to come in this weekend is to see Haynes King in a big environment and see a guy like Evan Stewart on the field so if A&M can get Evan Stewart the ball and and potentially this is kind of his big game and he has a breakout game you never know what what that could mean for for his recruitment and then Isaac Smith's an interesting one A&M is still looking to round out the secondary obviously off to a good start with Javon Thomas and Dalton Brooks and Bravian Rogers I think all three of those guys will will maybe be in his ear as well kind of you know talking about joining that secondary and and being able to get him in the fold I know there's some other schools like Ole Miss in the mix but this really feels like a big weekend for him because as deep as A&M is in the secondary after this year the reality is Damani Richardson and Antonio Johnson are are probably going to be off to the NFL and you're going to be looking to have to replace both of those guys and so while that position looks stock and a and a veteran group right now I think there's gonna be an opportunity to play early if, if AM can 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 get him on campus and and be able to show him that opportunity. So just a huge weekend. Just even looking at the the official visitor group, there's a there's a lot at stake for AM this weekend. And and I think everybody around the program kind of realizes that as well.
1: I was gonna ask you, that's a great segue. Yeah. I know a lot of fans on the message boards like to ask, Oh, how big is this game for recruiting, right? Uh, if we win this game, are we gonna get this player? If we lose this game, Game or are we going to lose this player? How big is this game? Is this as close to a must win considering what we saw out of AM and and especially that offense against Appalachian State last week? Is this as close to a must win for Jimbo Fisher and that staff? as, I as think maybe so. we could see.
0: I think so, and I think there's a couple factors that, at play here as well. And and one Brian and I have talked about ad nauseum is just the way the scheduling works out with next with the, the game up next against Arkansas being a neutral side game, followed by three road games and a bye week this is really the last time a and is going to have a chance to host visitors until late October. October 29th against Ole Miss is their next home game after this weekend. And so this, is, this kind of feels like the last impression you're going to be leaving on recruits for well over a month and so you know it's a huge opportunity and and one that in the past the AM staff has done really well with you look last year the this this game in some feels a little bit the Alabama game in in 2021 I'm not putting Miami and Alabama on the same on the same group right now but in terms of huge recruiting weekends it was sort of a similar attitude of Oh boy, Alabama's coming into town. We're coming off back to back losses against Mississippi State and Arkansas and you know, how are recruits gonna deal with this weekend? And A and M went out and on a good performance but it was a it was very much a boomer bus type of mentality of if you don't perform well you've got a lot of ground to make up over the next couple of weeks but but they ended up really kind of building off that Alabama win and a win over Miami I think would have a similar sort of effect having a lot of their targets in town they can start to right the ship a little bit as they go on this on this road trip but if they lose and then start to go on this road trip it feels like things become a lot more difficult given that they don't have a a ton of momentum already in this class to go off of yeah huge weekend
1: for texas a&m we're going to continue that conversation keep it right here you're listening to the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild
1: We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blurring Gulo joined by Andrew Hattersley. covers Texas A&M recruiting at Giggum 24-7. If you're watching us on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you stay locked into 24-7 Sports throughout the weekend for all the recruiting buzz, reaction, and all the visitor buzz from from this game, especially considering that the unofficial visit list is maybe one of the more loaded ones I've ever seen. I I lost count. Andrew of the stars, uh, but yeah. it's certainly headlined by five star receiver Hakeem Williams, who's who has the and uh, AM right there, thick in the thick of this race. Uh Alabama commit Tony Mitchell is also confirmed as an unofficial visitor for this for this weekend. Running back Jeremiah Love from the state of Missouri is, is also expecting to be there. And that one is obviously important considering that they have an official visitor that is already among that running back group. And uh in Roderick Robinson, they were trying to get Ruben Owens. So it, when you look at the offensive pieces this is huge for that offense to put on a show against miami which by the way is is no slouch coming in with with a team that has been revamped under mario cristobal forget about the importance on the field and what we might see uh but also this carries a lot of a a lot of weight in recruiting when you think about some of the offensive pieces that will be in the stands keeping a close eye on the
0: action just a ton of huge targets in hand. And, and the other thing I think that's that's notable is when you start putting this visitor list together, there's a lot of kids as well that are also looking very closely at Miami. And so you talk about a recruiting battle and as A&M tries to, you know, make up, continue their footprint in Florida, a game like this carries a lot of weight. You know, either side's going to come out of this with a lot of momentum, whether it's a guy like Hakeem Williams or some of the 2024 guys in, that are expected to be in town, like the Jeremiah Smiths and jo- JoJo Traders. Some of those guys. Guys that have. Both AM and Miami in their top list. And I think it really is at the receiver position. And it's not a time when you really want to be battling between which quarterback you want to go with and struggling on the offensive side of the ball when you have a lot of your your top receiver targets coming into town. But, you know, there's two things I think AM would love to show this weekend. And it's the two things that always get brought up about them, you know, from the receiver perspective. It's can AM push the ball down the field? I think that's one thing that every receiver is going to be looking at. Is can I? Am I going to have the opportunity in the offense to make big plays and and get the ball consistently? And it's a question that's been around the Aina program for the last three to four years. You know, as as Jimbo Fisher started to build this, and then two, you know, for a guy like Jeremiah Love, who they sell in sort of this versatile role, is a guy like Devon Achane. Can they get him the ball in the passing game? Can they get him a little more? a little freer in the running game and, and be able to show that because that's what they're really pitching a guy like Jeremiah love on being able to do is be a guy that can be a factor in the past game and the running game. And so uh, you're right. It's just a huge weekend and, and, you know, there was ever a time for the offense to have a bounce back performance it'd be right now
1: AM with only 11 commitments so far in the 2023 recruiting cycle in, in the high school ranks uh, a 24th ranked recruiting class so far heading into this matchup against miami and andrew in in the transfer portal era I, I know college coaches have been mentioning that recruiting never ends you, you still have to in a way keep recruiting even players on your roster that's certainly the case now i, I feel like with AM. when when you look at some of the players that they brought in and that vaunted number one class in history in, in 2022 if they lose this game you would have to imagine that some of the star power might be looking elsewhere and saying oh why am i here why am i losing these matchups why am, why did i come to AM? i think it throws a lot of questions up up in the air about the the future of this program the the trajectory of this program and now it's it's simple for a player to go into the transfer portal and change their situation that that's another layer of, of this situation
0: it's always a concern and i think you know especially on on some of those those guys on the offensive side of the ball you want to make sure they're involved you want to make sure that, that they they feel like they have a chance to pursue that championship at a m and be able to sell where the future's going and, and you're right you're you're always trying to sell guys on your own roster and you know while while putting on a on a display for recruits on the defensive side of the ball i think one of the questions coming in was well how is a m going to play all of their defensive linemen that they recruited this past cycle and you know over the first two games a lot of them have played uh, just about all of them have played that have been healthy have got right into the mix and you know you've had to deal with the growing pains that come with playing a younger player but in terms of playing time they're all getting out there you know the shamar stewart's walter nolan's already been out there Levius overton's been out there you know white anthony lucas you know the list goes on of, of guys that have really rotated in like jimbo fisher said but i think offensively is really where the questions start right and that's and that's where you know guys you want to make sure that guys like evan stewart feel like they're succeeding and guys like chris marshall feel like they're succeeding and 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 make sure they're getting the ball and you know there's there's not been any talk this week about guys entering the transfer portal and things like that you know i think it's the focus has been on on bouncing back from a performance like they had against appalachian state but no doubt in the era of the transfer portal you want to make sure guys are playing and, and feel like they can make an impact and then go from there
1: huge weekend for AM, a huge weekend for andrew hattersley andrew rest mm-hmm. those fingers make sure your phone is fully charged you're going to be hunting down a lot of recruits
0: Oh yes, absolutely. We'll be we'll be on the phones all of Sunday me and Brian and 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 getting in touch with as many as we possibly can.
1: Yeah, for all the scoop, remember, Giggum 247 24-7. It's your home for Texas A&M recruiting. For Andrew Hattersley and our producer Lance Glynn, I am Blair Angulo. Remember to like this video, subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel, give the Football Recruiting Podcast a five-star rating and review wherever you find your podcast. And, you know, keep it locked in at 24-7 Sports. We're going to bring you all the latest, not only from College Station, but from across the country. Thank you so much for tuning in.